Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing fine because I sure am. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you and your families are okay. Well, all right. Let's get started. Let's get started with episode 117, people. That's right, 117, and we're moving and transcending up. Like I told you, we're not going to stop. We're going to keep giving that good content over here at All Things Basketball Podcast. Well, all right, let's get into episode 117. And the name of episode 117 is Who Got Next? The name of episode 117, people, Who's Got Next? Well, all right, let's get into this wonderful, wonderful episode. But before we get into this wonderful, wonderful episode, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. Let's get into this wonderful episode. Episode 117, man. Who got next? All right. We're going to start with the WNBA. And you know Coach Luke love himself some WNBA. Love it, love it, love it. Well, what's going on in the WNBA right now? As we all know, there's a new collective bargaining agreement. And so what you have in the WNBA is a lot of players getting waived, a lot of players re-signing new contracts. And so you start to get, uh, it's somewhat like free agency all over again. All right. You have players that will get waived from teams that will actually, the team will actually still own the rights to the player so that they can renegotiate a new contract. Those players will stay in camp with those prospective teams. And then you have some players that will get waived from teams that will just waive their rights and everything. And those players will be free to go and seek another deal elsewhere. So what you're getting is a lot of moving pieces as far as the players. You're getting a lot of different negotiations as far as the franchises and the teams. And so you're going to get a lot of moving parts before this upcoming WNBA season. You know, you might see somebody on the, let's say, for instance, the Atlanta Dream. The next thing you know, you'll see them in a New York Liberty uniform. That means they was released already. And their rights was also released, and they were able and free to go to another team and renegotiate a deal. Now, as you know, the average salary went up from one thirty-five, one hundred thirty-five thousand, to a quarter of a million dollars and up. So you know you cannot lowball the players anymore. All right, and that goes for the reserve players as well as the starters. The starters can make upward of a half a million dollars or better right now and probably close to a million dollars, all right, because there's been some new deals already on the table that's upwards and close to a million dollars per season. And so, you know, it's a great thing for the WNBA, but what winds up happening when when you have these new collective bargaining agreements, teams start to release certain players, teams start to renegotiate certain contracts, and they start to bring in new players, 
it's great for the players. It's great for the teams. What happens with the teams, they're able to mold their team a little bit better. And what happens with the players, they're able to get more for their dollar. They're able to go elsewhere. If you don't like the contract that you're in, you're able to go elsewhere and get a better deal. And so that's what's going on in, in the WNBA. And, um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of moving pieces in the WNBA. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. You should see a lot of different players going, excuse me, in, in different directions. So it should be interesting. It makes for good uh, uh, trade talk, good free agent talk, and it, it's exciting. It's very exciting. And so I can't wait for the new WNBA season to start, whenever that is, and, and, and see the moving pieces where where certain players have gone and whether there are certain players that are staying on their teams but renegotiating their contracts. And that's what's happening in the WNBA. All right. The NBA is looking at a July return, people. A July return in one location. Right now, Adam Silver is in strong negotiations or the, the NBA front office and our great commissioner, Adam Silver, is in strong negotiations with Disney World in Florida. They're looking at Disney World as a place to have all of the games. Now, what's going on is they're going to have a six-game interval, which ends the NBA season. They're going to have a six-game interval, which means all of the teams will have a number of six games left, all right? And that will end the NBA season with the playoffs starting right after that. So you're looking at July for six games and then also July for the playoffs. And so that's, that's the plan that the NBA has. Again, they're in strong negotiations with Disney World, and, you know, we'll stay tuned, people. We'll see what's happening with that NBA season, uh, six-game interval, as well as the playoffs. And so that's that's the idea coming from the NBA front office. And, man, I'll just keep my fingers crossed because I'm missing me some basketball right now. <laughs> Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Superstar. All-star. First team, All-NBA. Damian Lillard has been raising some eyebrows, people. He really has been raising some eyebrows, and I'm about to tell you why. We we segued into Damian Lillard after we talked about the NBA having a six-game interval. What we didn't talk about is that even though the NBA wants to have a six-game interval, Whoever's in the playoffs is in the playoffs right now. The six-game interval is to complete the season. Once you complete the season, you're able to play, you're able, excuse me, to pay all of the guaranteed contracts. Now, on Damian Lillard's part, that doesn't sit well. 
And so he's raising eyebrows because everybody wants Damian Lillard to be a, a team player with the NBA. Well, that's up to Damian Lillard, people, because he's saying, all right, the Portland Trail Blazers, which is the team he plays and represents, is out of the playoff contention by three games. So if you tell Damian Lillard you got six games to catch up on the three games and to get into the playoffs, I think Damian Lillard would play those games. But what's going on now, since since you already have established that these six games are not going to budge the standings, Damian Lillard has cited that these games are meaningless. Why would he come out and risk his health, his energy, and everything if they're playing these games and they're meaningless? Now, that's what rises the eyebrow of most NBA pundits. For a player to say the games are meaningless, all right? Now, one of the things about Damian Lillard, you have to understand, he's making up with a $29 million a season. Damian Lillard is not hurting in the pocket at all. What he wants is the opportunity for his team to advance into the playoffs. And since his team cannot advance into the playoffs, he's calling these games meaningless. All right? So the NBA has an agenda, and Damian Lillard has an agenda, and they don't match. And so Damian Lillard, like I said, is raising eyebrows, and everybody has all kind of different opinions, but it's his choice. It's his choice if the Portland Trailblazers are not summonsing him to the floor and they're keeping it in-house, then it's up to the Portland Trailblazers. Now, will he get fined by the NBA? Possibly. But I just told you, Damian Lillard makes $29 million a season, so I think he can handle those fines. <laughs> and so that is what's going on with Damian Lillard. A lot of people have called me, Coach Luke, what's happening with Damian Lillard? And so I said, listen, I'll expound on it, get a little bit deeper, because the only thing that's going on in other media outlets, basically not to talk about him, is that Damian Lillard refuses to play. I actually saw that on TV, but they don't go into the backstory. And you know here at All Things Basketball Podcast, we start to dig and we start to figure out why. All right, people. That's what's going on with Damian Lillard and why he's raising, raising some eyebrows. Well, there was a poll to taken uh, last week. There was a poll taken last week. And it's about who is the best player in the NBA right now. Kawhi Leonard won that poll. Not a bad choice. In my eyes, I still believe LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. In my eyes. But this poll speaks volumes. Now, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard has a strong body of work. All right? I think, you know, he's got three championships. LeBron has three championships. Kawhi Leonard has done it in less time. All right? Kawhi Leonard also has won an all-defensive uh, player of the year. He also went from San Antonio to Toronto and pulled off one of the biggest, biggest upsets in NBA history. So I think it's what have you done now or what have you done lately, excuse me. And so, you know, I don't have any problem with people believing that Kawhi Leonard is the best, I have him at mm, 
maybe number three in the league. I have him at number three in the league behind uh, behind uh, LeBron, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then I have Kawhi at number three. All right, and so uh, you know the league and the poll says that Kawhi is number one. All right, they've got Giannis at number two and LeBron at number three. I reverse that, but. They're saying Kawhi is number one, man. And, of course, it's whatever you've done lately. And Kawhi has done a lot lately, man. Kawhi is a baller, and he's the truth. Give it up for him. He won the poll. Uh, you know, and so that's the poll. Kawhi Leonard, is, 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 as far as numbers, is the best player in the league. Again, I don't, dis I don't agree, but, you know, that's what they have. And the poll was taken last week. Once again, people, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. We got that AAU profile, baby. We got that AAU profile. We're coming out of Illinois, man. We got Cameron Williams. She's going to Michigan. Strong player going to Michigan, man. Look out for the Michigan Wolverines. She's 6'2", out of Whitney Young High School in Chicago, Illinois. Whitney Young, that's a very familiar name. There's some NBA pros that came out of Whitney Young, man. Phenomenal, phenomenal school. Got a lot, a lot of t players that have come out of that school. And I tell you, you know, Cameron Williams is a baller, man. Really can do a little bit of everything. And her AAU outfit is EYBL Chicago. Her AAU outfit, EYBL Chicago. Cameron Williams. Phenomenal ball player, man. She's an excellent ball player. And I'm going to tell you what, Michigan, Michigan, University of Michigan's got a gem in Cameron Williams coming up this upcoming season. Hopefully we'll be able and get, be able to see her play at a high, high level this year. We also don't know what's going to go on with collegiate sports, basketball, football, what have you. But I'm hoping that we get to see Cameron Williams hit that floor in Michigan because she's a phenomenal young lady. All right. That's our AAU profile for this show. Cameron Williams out of Whitney Young High School in Illinois. All right. Well, I mean, you know, here's the thing about the NBA. I kept saying it over and over again. You're not going to please everybody. And I'm pretty sure our great commissioner, Adam Silver, realizes that. You're not going to please everybody. And one of, that's one of the reasons why Coach Luke said you need a one-game elimination so that everybody can be happy. What a one-game elimination does, people, is it takes it out of the office and it puts the round ball on the floor. No one can complain. You have an opportunity. That just means you cannot lose. You have to play your best ball to keep advancing. But if you keep it in the offices, 
you're going to get a lot of friction. You're going to get a lot of friction. The, the players association is barking on you. The players themselves is barking on you. Heck, now I'm hearing the, the referee union is barking on, on, on the league office. Look, make a one game elimination. You still can do it. It still can be held at Disney World, but make it a one game elimination so that everybody can be happy, man. You, you, you take it out of the office my idea, and you put it on the basketball court. Take it out of the office, put it on the basketball court. No one can t- no one can bark on you. No one can bark on the league office for that. All right. If you lose, it don't matter if you're the Lakers, the Clippers, any of the top teams. If you lose, guess what? You didn't play your best basketball. Forget about. Oh man, it should have been a seven game series and we would have won. Well, what about winning one game? We all know about one game elimination. If you've played any basketball, any organized basketball, and especially high school basketball, NAAU basketball, it's one game elimination, one and done. College too. All right? When you get to the NCAAs, March Madness, one and done. You're familiar with it. That means you got to be on your A game for five games and you hoist the trophy. Not hard to do if you stay on your game. Take it out of the offices and give it to the players. One game elimination, but that's not what they're doing. And so now you got all of these unions rushing to the door. And I think, you know, Coach Luke spoke about this when the idea started bouncing around what the NBA was going to do. I said, you know, if you do a one-game elimination, you eliminate all of the bickering. But if you don't do that, you're going to have a fraction of people that are not going to be happy. Well, people, we've reached that point in the show that we always reach. If you want to be a sponsor to All Things Basketball Podcast, or if you want to be, if you want your ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, these are the two things that you must do. Thank you very, very much. All right. Are we tapping in? Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. R.J. Barrett, man. He's out there in Canada working out. With his godfather, two-time MVP, Steve Nash. Beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing because the Knicks have started pushing RJ into the backcourt, running a little point guard, running a little off guard. And so I think RJ, as smart as he is, he's starting to see that he's not a small forward in the NBA. They're going to either play him at off guard or they're going to play him at point guard. And so who better or who not better to help you navigate through those two positions than Steve Nash, two-time MVP? 
Steve Nash, a phenomenal player and one of the best trainers of basketball in the game right now. I don't think he's better than Coach Lou. I don't think he's better than Coach Lou. And again, all you got to do is hit that email button and say, Coach Lou, I need to work out and I'll be there, baby. It don't matter where you're at. I'll even go to Canada. <laughs> but Steve Nash is one of the best uh, uh, trainers of the game of basketball going right now. And so it couldn't. It, it can only help R.J. Barrett, who's going to be in his second season coming up. Oh, actually, he's going to finish his last season this summer and go into his second season next, you know, in the fall. And so it's a wonderful thing, man. I was very excited to hear that R.J. Barrett is continuing working on his game and making sure his game gets better and better and go and transcending up and up because R.J. Barrett is a phenomenal player, man. Excellent ball player. And he's doing his thing with those New York Knicks. He's wearing that Nick uniform proud. And so that's a wonderful thing coming out of Canada. R.J. Barrett is training with his godfather, two-time MVP, Steve Nash. Well, here we go, man. You know, as you know, I got my start as far as playing, as far as coaching, and all of that from the AAU ranks. I'll forever be grateful to the AAU ranks. And what I'm hearing now is that the AAU will start up tournaments starting mid-June or at the end of June tentatively. And so that's wonderful. Start getting the guys back on the court. Um, there won't be any audiences. There will be no crowds. All right? And if you're not playing, the the you know, what happens in the AAU, you have about four games in one day. What's going to happen is if the teams are not participating, they have to stay where they're at in whatever hotel they're at. There'll be summons by the officials that their game will be starting and then they'll be able to warm up while you get the other team out of the gym. There will be no four teams in the gym. It'll only be the two teams, the trainers, the coaches, the referees in the gym while the games are going. And so it looks like the AAU has a pretty good format of how they're going to proceed forward in this new time that we have. All right? And so it's kind of crazy because I'm always used to seeing packed gyms with the AAU. But you won't have that this season coming up because of, you know, all of the things that we're going through with the COVID-19. You just won't have it. But you will have functioning tournaments, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Functioning tournaments with a lot of, you know, visuals. You know, visuals so that collegiate scouts and things of like that can watch players that they're interested in. They're not even going to be able to be in the stands. And so the less people in the gym, the better it is. But I'm understanding tentatively mid-June, end of June, AAU will be back and rolling. Wonderful, wonderful situation for the AAU, man. I tell you. Well, there's another issue with the NBA. Season ticket holders. How do you disperse their money back to them? Because now they're not going to be able to sit front row. They're not going to be able to sit in the box seats. You have to disperse it quietly. 
all right? And you have to do it as soon as possible. There's a few lawsuits that's going around the league with a few franchises. I'm not going to mention those lawsuits. I can't mention them. I know the teams that are being somewhat sued by season ticket holders, but I, I can't talk about that. And so that's another issue that the NBA front office has to handle pretty quickly. I think if they return the monies to the uh, uh, season ticket holders and the box seat holders, then these lawsuits will go away for the NBA and they'll go away for the franchises that are being attacked with these lawsuits. And so that's what's happening with the season ticket holders in the NBA. They want their money back. It's taking too long. But then again, the NBA doesn't even know what they're doing just yet. And so I think it's just impatient fans and also disgruntled fans that they're not going to be able to see their favorite players up front, row, and center. Well, people, it's been a ball. Episode 117, Who Got Next? All right? And I'm trying to tell you, man, it's a wonderful thing, man. And don't forget, we're still going to do the Last Dance recap. That'll be a special edition. I'm not sure whether it'll be this weekend or towards the end of the week. But, you know, we're still going to do the, the Last Dance recap, the Michael Jordan situation, the 10-series doc. Stay tuned for that. That could be at any time. And, again, you know, I like to I appreciate everybody on Instagram that follows the show. Appreciate everybody on Facebook that follows the show. You know, all of the listeners that download, share, like. I mean, you know, we're going to keep it moving, people. We're going to keep it moving. My staff, I got the best media staff in the business, you know. And, hey, stay safe, man. Stay safe out there, and I'm going to stay safe. Hug your loved ones. Tell them you love them. All right? And I'll see you next episode. All right? God bless.